This is the Full Port Podcast with Josh Howard and Nate Wyatt, brought to you by T.P. Howard's Plumbing. Hey, this is Josh Howard, T.P. Howard's Plumbing. There's nothing worse than a plumbing emergency. Don't forget to click like on the podcast and give us a follow. Be sure to follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Just search T.P. Howard's Plumbing. On today's podcast, I want to introduce Blaine Hall. Blaine is a lead plumber and a foreman. Blaine, how long have you been here? Both times. Uh, I think just under a year this time, and I think two before. Okay. I think. All right, so tell us, uh, family. So I've got, I'm married, I've uh, been married, get this right, my anniversary is in two days. You forgot. Three days. Uh, so 12 years this this year. Um, got two kids, 16-year-old girl and a 12-year-old girl. Uh, 11-year-old girl, I'm sorry, she's going to hear this and be pissed. Yeah. But... Uh, <laughs> She uh, getting ready to turn 12. Where they go to school at? So both of them are North Buncombe. Okay. Uh, one's at the intermediate school at Windy Ridge right now, and one's at the high school. Okay, right on. So I ask everybody this, and we get a lot of different answers, and I'll tell you why. But uh, what's your morning routine? Uh, so mine, a lot of my life revolves around my family. So my morning routine is get up. And basically, my wife, she, she works from home, so she does most of the stuff with the girls in the morning, and really, they're at the age where they're pretty self-sufficient. So I'm really just packing my lunch and heading out the door. Like, I don't, I don't really get into a whole lot of heavy morning routine stuff. Like, I'm up and gone, pretty much, unless I have to put the girls on the bus or something like that. All right, well, it's not what we want to hear. <laughs> what is your morning routine? Specifically? Okay. I mean, Do you yeah. brush your teeth? Okay, yeah, okay. So I get up. Um, brush my teeth. If I have to take a shower, then I'll take a shower. You know, if you have to take a shower. Yeah, sometimes take a shower the night before. Oh, okay. I didn't know if it was like a daily thing or. No, I definitely shower daily. <laughs> I try to. And some guys here don't. So you know, you gotta you gotta make that distinction, I guess. Um, but no. Uh, so if I have to uh, shower and you know morning shit, you know that kind of thing. But nothing weird. Nothing out of the ordinary, man. I'm out the door. Well, so the, the biggest thing we've had, we've probably, we've done 10 podcasts now, and I bet five people don't brush their teeth in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of the new thing, you No, know? my mom was an orthodontist, so I grew up uh, very focused on my teeth. I bet so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, so where'd you grow up at? I grew up in Madison County. Okay, what part of Madison so County? So just outside of Mars Hill, uh, basically right on the Tennessee line, man, like, if you're from that area, Mars Hill was like the the uppity part of Madison County. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, so I, I kind of got scorned because of that, but I really was just a country kid, man. I grew up out in the sticks, like right on the Tennessee border. Did you go to Madison High School? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I went to Madison Elementary School, Mars Hill Elementary School, then Madison Middle School, and Madison High School. What year did you graduate? 2003. Okay. Right on. Um, family still live out there? I've got, yeah, my dad's side of the family, what's left. Uh, she's in Madison County still. My mom's in Madison County with her new husband, and that's it. My, well, my brother's still out there, so yeah. My dad's side, that side. So what, you, you moved just far enough into Buckingham County and Weaverville to get out of Madison County? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, my wife would have had, she grew up an army brat, so she would have had me move across the country she wanted to move to freaking portland uh, wow but i wasn't having that so the right. compromise was uh buncombe county 
So, <laughs> welcome, Cal. Tell me who wears the pants in my house. Yeah, yeah, I like it. <laughs> so, outside of work, what, what do you like to do? Uh, these days, um, I'm coaching a lot of softball. Got into that with my youngest daughter and really found a place in the North Monco community for that. Um, personally, I'm a lot about self-improvement these days, so I'm in the gym constantly. That takes up the majority of my time, to be honest with you, anymore these days is the gym. So when do you go work out? Uh, normally, I'm in there. I'm on the later crowd because um, it gets really crowded directly after work in the afternoons. Um, as I said earlier, I'm not much of a morning person, so I go around 8 or 9 o'clock usually. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You sleep? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you know, uh, I get about, I try to get about six hours. Um, that's typically a good number for me. If I sleep more than that, I, t I tend to feel sluggish. Uh, <laughs> so I've always been sort of a night owl anyway. So what kind of working out are you doing? Um, well, I, specifically, I, I've gotten into bodybuilding to not, you know, not, I mean, there's no other way to really put it. Uh, complete body trying to gain this certain image that I've got in my head. A lot of cardio here lately because I'm training for the Spartan race, uh, like we talked about earlier, but uh, most just bodybuilding, man. So I know a little bit about Spartan races, but can you describe one to what people who don't know what they are? So a Spartan race, uh, they have a 5K, a 10K, and a, I want to say too, a 13 or a 15K. Um, but they... You know, obviously you have to run that far, but they're obstacle courses and they're held all over the world. Um, one of the top 10 toughest courses in the U.S. is actually here in Asheville. Um, they're number nine on the list. Where is that? Where I think that? they have it at a local quarry. Yeah, so Black Mountain. Yes, I think, okay. I think that's where that's at. Okay. So right. they were supposed to have one there this year. Something, a problem with the venue, they didn't get to have it because I was actually going to run that one this year. Um, but... Um, so the courses or the obstacles range from getting you really, really muddy to carrying a five-gallon bucket full of rocks for a mile uh, or half mile, excuse me, um, and climbing a rope, all sorts of stuff like strength, um, uh, calisthenics, uh, of course, the endurance with running and all that sort of stuff. So, so I feel like bodybuilding in this. Spartan race are two completely oh, different. Oh, very, very different. <laughs> yeah. Very different. So how, how are you doing one? I mean, obviously you're doing it, but what's the... How so, did you... You got into one, then you, so you got into the other one. Let's, so let's, I did the Spartan race. My cousin, who my older cousin, who's like my brother, he, he lives up in Maryland. He's retired military, and he's been doing these Spartan races for years with his friends. So he got me talked into doing one last year. And they have professional photographers at these things. And there was a picture that I still have, actually, as motivation that was taken of me during the race. And uh, I saw that picture, and I was like, man, fuck this. Like, this is done. Like, I'm done. And uh, so I started, I'd already been training at that point, but nothing was happening. So I started to really do a lot of research and get into bodybuilding, and because I wanted the aesthetic to go with the shape, you know? I'm, you know, yeah, I mean, just wanted that aesthetic, so that's right. what I got into. Are you gonna wear one of those little bikinis? If if that's if that's what it takes, yeah, we're definitely because you going, that. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already in the racer back half the time in the gym, so there you go. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Grease you up. One man. step away, man. Just just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, do you have any funny stories about you've been doing plumbing? Uh, I, 
a long time. Jesus. Is there anything crazy that's happened? I mean, they're probably, I, I actually called Tony Marchese earlier. He's, he also works here, and he's a lifelong friend of mine. We worked together for a long time, and I called him earlier because he's better at remembering those stories than I am. And uh, he had one that was kind of funny. Um, we were on this job site, uh, really great superintendent, soft-spoken kind of guy, but uh, we were roughing in a, dental's off, a dental office, and I asked him, we were the only people on site, so I asked him if we could play some music. He said, sure, man. So I started playing my music. Well, it's my Slipknot station, so you can imagine what kind of music's on there. Yeah, you know, you're talking anything from Sepultura to Slipknot to whatever. So this guy, he comes, like I said, he's soft-spoken, so he comes walking through there a few minutes later, and he taps me on the shoulder. Says, hey, man, can you turn the music down a second? Sure, Roland, what's up? He looks at me, he's dead serious. He says, guys, is this devil music? <laughs> me and Tony just lost it, you know, just cracking up. And he's serious. He's, he's scared to death. I'm like, no, no, it's not devil music rolling. Uh, that sort of thing. Um, I mean, a lot of practical jokes. I used to be all about the practical jokes. We went through a phase where we were taping people's shit up. Like, you know, you have your tools in a bucket. Uh, my foreman kept this little bucket with all his tools in it. And before he came into work one morning, I decided to tape the whole thing. And I probably wasted half a roll of duct tape on this mother. And like, just shit like that. Hold on. So when you say tape, how do you tape all his tools up? Like all right. All so, you know, so you got a bucket sitting here and his right. tools are sticking out like the handles are sticking out. So I taped around the top of the bucket. I made sure to tape around the handles of the tools so you could see the outline of all these tools sticking out, but it was nothing but tape. Just keep tape, keep tape, keep tape. So he was more pissed off by having to cut the damn tape away than he right. was anything. Yeah, I think so. So shit like that. Um, a lot of rough housing back in the day, but I'm, I'm, I'm getting old now, so not so much more of that. Right. I've, I guess I've experienced, not really experienced, but I see that you are taking care of yourself and probably doing some self-evaluation is what I assume, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I've never talked to you about it, but right. um, I see the way you carry yourself in the office, how you handle your job in general. So that's what made me think. So what's your plan to be better? I don't ask everybody else, everybody this, but what's your plan to be better? What, what are you going to do? I mean, and that can be the whole spectrum. I'm not really a, a planned kind of person, but I went through a, a, a very tough season in life last year. And uh, coming out of that uh, made me realize that there was a lot of room for self-improvement um, in a lot of different areas, not just physically. Um, so I made an actual point to change my life. And in order to do that, it meant changing habits and uh, doing things that I've never done before. So if I had a plan, Josh, I guess I would say it would be to open up a little bit and be open to some different avenues um, as I progress on through life. And that's in all facets, you know, uh, trying new things physically. Um, one of the new things that I'm trying here is being more sociable at the shop. Like I've never been the sociable type. Even when I was here before, I probably didn't know 10 people on a first name basis. Uh, so trying to change that sort of thing. Um, physically speaking, we've talked a little bit about the gym and that sort of thing. There's a whole facet. Oh, there's, there's, there's so much to that. But uh, uh, like my wife's talking about wanting to move in a couple years. So, you know, that's on the table. Never done that before. I'm trying BJJ. Uh, that's a new thing that I'm trying. Uh, what, what is that? Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I'm going to. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. signed up for that. So I'm going to start trying that. 
trying yeah. new shit, man. Just trying to get yeah. get out of the box. Yeah, I mean, just yeah. you know, what I was doing obviously put me where I was at. Um, so I'm not getting any younger. I might as well try new right. shit. Yeah. So what you know, I guess not really the plan, but you know, you're you're making steps to do things that improve your life, right? Hopefully, yes. Yeah. So what's what's your vision? Let's say what's your vision for yourself? You know what what do you what do you what do you see yourself? I mean that's you know what do you see yourself? It's kind of like we have a vision for the business, a vision for this, a vision for that. But what do you see yourself in you know five years, ten years? So the biggest vision for my life is going to be my daughters. Um, I want to see them succeed. Um, and whatever they choose to do. And a big part of that is being uh, the best dad that I can be to them. So if I had a vision for my life, it would be that 10 years from now, uh, my oldest daughter's graduated from college or headed to the Air Force like she wants to do. Maybe my youngest daughter has played Division One college softball, you know. Uh, Those are their accomplishments, I know, but uh, you know, that's as a father, that's that's my main goal in life right. is to see them succeed for definitely, now. Definitely, I understand that for sure. So, moving into the next question, and it might be the same thing, but what's your motivation? What drives you every day? Well, like I said, I'll just go back to that tough season I had in life last year. Like I, I, I don't know if you'd call it a midlife crisis or what, but long story short, uh, my wife and I separated for about six or seven months, I think one of the toughest times of my life coming to realization of who I was really like who I actually was and what kind of person I was becoming because of that when I came out of that I realized you know unequivocally in all facets of life that I didn't want to be that person anymore and I never want to go back to being that person anymore so that's that's my motivation that's uh that's what drives me daily is uh knowing that it's really easy for people to get in a rut and I mean, really become a piece of shit before you know it. Right, definitely. Yeah. Need a beer? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't. I can't. I'm in training, boss. Okay. I can't Don't, drink, man. He's, he's sticking Good. to it. <laughs> Good. I actually am really nervous, so I'd love one, but I, I, I can't. Oh, oh man. You're, doing, you're rocking it. You're I'm telling good. you, I'm, I'm the most socially awkward person. No if you way. haven't noticed yet. I don't think so. <laughs> we, we've had socially awkward. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so last question. You were at T.P. Howard for two years. You know, um, you left on good terms, and you, you showed back up in my office on a Saturday. And uh, why did you decide to come back? What, you know, we had a long conversation. All right, I mean, it's, it's a real simple answer. Uh, I have never worked for anybody like Pat and you and Jake. And by that, and this is just complete honesty, man. Like, the the environment that you guys have built here is unlike anything I've ever been in in construction. Um, I've been in a lot of construction over the years. I've been doing this 16 or 17 years, um, all in Western North Carolina. So I know the area real well, real well. I've worked for some very prominent companies in this this region. And uh, this is a big company with a small company mindset. And if that makes sense, but um, it's never out of reach to walk into this office and talk to you, Pat, or Jake. Um, And the amount of support that you get from this office is unparalleled anywhere else that I've been. So that 
you know, it's it's a no brainer. When I when I left before, I even told Pat, I was like, I'm not going to another plumbing company because I wouldn't. Um, so when I decided to go back to plumbing, uh, this was a no brainer. Like this is where I had to be. Yeah, for sure. Thanks, sir. Yeah, no, definitely glad you're back. And uh, he was sitting in my office this morning. He said, "Well, how's the podcast going?" I said, "It's going good." He said, "Man, I'd like to do that sometime." I said, "I did not say that." Well, you're, you're gonna lie. <laughs> well, you're gonna do it today. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna do it today. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah so, okay. Um, he didn't say he'd like to do it. He, he's, he just asked how it was, and I said, "Hey, you want to do it today?" And he said, "Yeah, I guess." That's what I told Kelsey. I was like, "This is what I get for trying to make conversation and talk yeah, to people." Yeah, yeah, but that's that's what it's all about. So. <laughs> you get roped into uh, stuff. We, right? and we social. actually talked. You were sitting on a track one day, and we talked about it before. But I thought it was a brilliant idea, man, for a lot of reasons. I really do. Well, I think it's just like the fact that we're sitting here and we just talked about the struggles you went through and, and the triumphs. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, and and we all have real lives. Right. I mean, none of this, none of this is fake. (laughs) You know, sometimes I I bet people wish it was. I I bet they wish it was, but everybody has their their own problems and their you know their their wins and losses. Um, So I appreciate you coming on today. Yeah, man. uh, That concludes the podcast. You've been listening to the Full Port Podcast with Josh Howard and Nate Wyatt. Find us on social media like Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Just search TP Howard Plumbing. Make sure to click the follow button on the podcast and give it a five-star rating if you like what you hear. 